partner with us at patreon.com forward slash the theology pit for $10 a month. You get all of these interviews, all the stuff that I do immediately without having to wait weeks and weeks and weeks for it to come out. How awesome is that? Well, hey everyone, welcome back to The Theology Pit. This is Theology out of Pittsburgh, and not to be confused with The Bottomless Pit, because you know what we say, when you fall into a bottomless pit, you die of dehydration. I'm your friendly neighborhood host, theologian, podcaster, Pastor Samson Kovach, coming back to you again with another episode of The Theology Pit, and this is part two of our discussion about African tribalism with our friend Dan Omar. He's been gracious in doing this, and and if you haven't listened to part one, please go back and listen to part one, because part two is going to pick up right where we left off. It's backed up just a little bit, but check it out. Um, Check us out on Facebook, of course, on um, YouTube. I have different stuff going on on YouTube than what I have going on here. So check out The Theology Pit on YouTube and anywhere where good theology pit is stored. Clearly, Jesus later says that even your brothers, even your sisters, that is how much seriousness. And then you will get more brothers, more sisters, and more family. And so we become one big family as Christians, which cannot be separated by tri- based on tribal lines. And so that, that is the kind of society, that's the kind of uh, a religious group that is more loving and more, you know, and it reminds of the revelation. Did you just tell me that your favorite book on Mark was comparing Mark to like Shakespeare? <laughs> so I read a book. I read a book of this guy comparing Mark to Shakespeare's, and so I think I think that that was a, a little yeah. He's just it was just. Um, so I just had to poke that bear a little bit. I think you had, had a problem with that. I have but, a big problem like, with that. But in um, you know, we read in like Revelation where it says every tribe, every tongue, and every right. nation, which which indicates separation. Yes, you know, because there there is uniqueness there. Mm-hmm. But all under one roof. Now, yes. I think you've told me before about because because tribes can war against each other. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, the problem that you may have if you have one church yeah. that has two or more tribes in it, mm-hmm. and the animosity. Can you talk about that? Yeah. So it's 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 a big problem, you know, when it comes to church leadership and the individuals, and so. There is this, you know, presuppositions and stuff. Just because he comes from this tribe, then as our pastor, he will be leaning on this other side. So there is always this mindset. And I think the only way that we can dispel that is by, you know, just living Christ-like life. I think as a pastor, being fair to all and mm-hmm. because... The most important thing is that what is fasting in your life? What is the, the most important thing as, as a pastor? And, and we, unfortunately, we do see that, you know, by the cases that happen or by the news that we have that some pastors do lean on one side, which is in, in, a, in a context where there are many tribes coming together. You, you, we want, you know, we want to be one family, one big family that is not shown that, okay, because... This area is just majority is this tribe, so we need a pastor who must come from this tribe. Mm-hmm. That will be, you know, a little unfortunate. So, but, but yeah, it's it's um, we do have issues when it comes to to choosing, you know, leaders who should lead us, who will be who should be our pastor, and you then realize, oh, actually, 
the reason why and, and and unfortunately one of the things is that they it's it's not even your qualifications it's not even it's just he is our tribe so let's put him there if whether it's political position whether it's whatever position it is the first thing that comes to many people's mind is let's put him because he comes from our tribe and so sometimes people who are gifted who are you know more more equipped tend not to get the position to lead or do things just because they come from my, my minority group or something like that so it's it's a it's a disease in in a way yeah. that is eating out you know now now just so people know like over here mm-hmm. bishops um they're just like normal people over here. I mean, they, they live next door to you. It's, it's no big deal. It's like, you know, they have a job, they do that. Bishops in Africa seem to have a, a different, um, let's say status in society. Yes. Like they, I mean, they are, it's, it's, it's a a position. It's a lofty position. It's upheld. I mean, it's, you know, when I've, I've heard some of the stories about the way bishops are treated Mm -hmm, in some mm -hmm, places. mm -hmm. And, and I'm surprised. I'm like, it's almost like they're a king. Yes. Like in, in a way. So, yes. so if, if you have a bishop, if you have someone that's in that position yeah. and then people look at me like that, who is good, Yes, they, he can have influence right. over a lot of people. But if you have someone that's sort of keeping the status quo, so right. to say, or right. behaving in that way, does that start to harden and solidify yeah. the people that are under him to continue that behavior? Right. So that has both positive, I mean, positive and negative aspects to it. And I think when I think about that, the major, the major thing in relation to that is uh, it's a cultural thing. So for okay. Africans, Africans love, you know, it's it's a natural thing. They, the setting is a, they are communal beings. They are very very communal, and in every community there has to be a leader. And and, and Afri- Africans put there's a place for for people. So there are you know the kings and the leaders, and and then there's the issue of uh, the priests or these are the people who deal with in terms of linking us to God, kind of. So mm-hmm. whatever, whether it is African traditional religion or whatever in the context. So there is always a position of a person who who is considered to be, you know, who, the person who is leading us to God. So when it comes to church leadership also, that's the same thing. So pastors and bishops have a, a little more different uh, social level within the society they are always up up you know placed in terms of in places of prestige you know prestige and so uh, they are, they are given respect which is high you know they are highly respected uh, their words are taken more seriously and so on and so forth and and as you said when people who are you know gifted and who are good are placed in such positions and then they have good influence and very you know they can influence many people that is, that happens also but then at the same time there you know people who get that position and then they delight in that position in in such a way that oh actually this feels good uh, and then they actually punish mm-hmm. people based on their status in the society and that if you don't come and bow down before me and say, my Lord and my Lord, and then, you know, you'll get in trouble with me, kind of an attitude which is not good. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it, it when when a Westerner comes and observes this relationship where, you know, I want to carry your Bible, I want to, you know, bishops, you're not supposed to sit and eat with ordinary people. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to 
eat you know in a separate place because you know your your social in terms of social setup you don't just mingle with ordinary people kind of a thing but i think that is what a kind of a general mindset is okay. but a, an individual if you become a bishop and, and and you can easily say okay no i i don't you know i i want to mingle with people that will be fine yeah because as a bishop why, why couldn't you just say who are you to tell me who i should eat with are you a bishop? You don't tell me that. Because because a, a priest may be, be able to be bought off with a chicken dinner, but a but a bishop requires at least a goat, right? Something bigger, but yeah. <laughs> that's that's an inside but, theological but, joke just yeah, for everybody. Yeah, that's yeah. that's something that happened. And yeah, just, just never never mind. Yeah, but <laughs> but uh, I, I, I will not say like it's, it's it's I will not generalize in such saying that you know the, the all the bishops are like this or not. Yeah, but yeah. We I have had uh, you know bishops who are very humble, who are ready to listen, who are ready to mingle with people, who are ready to come down and listen to people. And I have seen other bishops who will be very angry if you treat them with like you know any other person like in terms of social gathering or something like that mm. and so these are just you know cultural dynamics which there's certain areas you come and you're like okay unless you sit and watch and observe and then you will understand you say okay this is why this makes sense in this context and so so but yeah these things happen and that's why when leaders and people from the west come and you know to visit churches in africa or something it's a little shocking in terms of uh, cultural aspect people will want to carry your bible and not necessarily making you a small god but sometimes it's just out of respect yeah, yeah. sometimes and 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 sometimes yeah some people don't want to sit at the front but you know you want to sit at the back but but that is my show like i you know it shows that why do you want to sit at the back when we want you to sit at the front so you kind of interrupt the flow yeah sometimes yeah. that's that's i mean I've, I've said that with a lot of different things in ministry you meet people where they're at right and what what are they you know expecting like um like just with the whole like coronavirus thing, there's yeah. a lady in our congregation who swears that if you wash your hands with pineapple juice, it kills the coronavirus. Okay. Oh, well, here's mm-hmm. the thing. If I ever go over to her house and she asks me to wash my hands with pineapple juice, I'm going to wash my hands with pineapple juice. <laughs> right. I, whether, right. Well, well, it doesn't matter if it does or not, True. but it's, it's the context that you're in True. and the culture that you're in. Yeah. So all the contexts are unique and mm. most of the things that uh, ought to be done is to observe. So once yeah. you'll come and see and observe how things go and some people are not very comfortable with changes that are immediate. So some things that you just need to watch and see. And you then guys aren't Presbyterian, are you? <laughs> Presbyterians never change. We are not comfortable with change at all. Just, just, just wondering. <laughs> yeah. So, but, but uh, I think there are certain cultural norms that are very good. And then you know, it, it's just it's for the running of the community. It's the running, the day to day running, and everybody knows his or her place, and so things run you know, comfortably and stuff. But but I think the most important thing, I think, is that we should draw the principles in running these things from the scripture, not just letting the, the, the cultural norms and regulations and mm-hmm. stuff to set the, the, you know, the way, but how can we see where we can be able to serve people? Because it's, you know, especially in a Christian context, it's, it's not supposed, it should be transforming the culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so in such a way that people should see and say, oh, actually, this is 
this is not biased. They are not just, you know, this tribe or something. And and then this is a family that I can join, I can be part of. And that they, you know, so, so that is, I think, uh, the foundational thing in terms of looking from a perspective of a Christian and a uh, minister. One of the problems that we have here is that we would say, you live like the devil six days a week, but on Sunday you live like Christ. Which, which is to say that Christians on Sunday morning with other Christians... Mm-hmm. Act like Christians, right. Monday through Saturday. Yeah, they they do not act that way. Is is that the same thing with tribalism with within the church? Yes, not always, but yes. Uh, the the problem is with uh, with most areas is when it's like a seasonal thing. Sometimes when the season of tribal issues rises, you can actually feel the tension within the church. The season of tribal. There are certain times that tribal. Conflict becomes more tense. Why? The, like what? what like, like I mean, like it could, like, it could like be, seasons like like um the, it, the changing of the. It, it could be triggered by politics. Oh, for instance, yes. Mean. Okay. I so it could, it could be triggered by drought. So when 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 uh, there's no rain and stuff, the pastoralists will want. So they will be like in sharing the natural resources that will fight over it. And so the uh. tension rises best sometimes on certain seasons that are putting a little, you know, strain on on the communities. Mm-hmm. Or like election year. Election year tends to be tensed. Okay. Uh, tribal things are a bit tense. And so people are a bit more careful when it's an election year in terms of movement you don't want to just drive through every area when it is when they have mm-hmm. just done an election and they're waiting for for the announcement of the of the of the presidential election it tends to be very much charged so those are the times that is a little way but even i mean in general also you can it, it's not something they put on and put off it's 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 just that it's at the back of the brain uh, okay. in terms of the identity and stuff. Yeah. Do um, do bishops identify themselves when they go out when they're when it's not Sunday? Like, do they wear anything that identifies them to the public that they are that they are a bishop? So, it, it, even if in those charged climates, like you know, something wouldn't happen to them or. Do you know what I mean? Like, yes. they do something to identify. I'm I'm someone in society that you don't mess with, type thing. <laughs> Yeah, so so that th- that is really tricky because it it could it will it can act against you or it can help. So it's it's very slippery. It's it's walking on the edge. So because th- it's not just about the tribal issue. It, there could be an, an issue with the religion. There could be a faith mm, issue in terms yeah. of in terms of uh, Muslims and Christians. What, and Muslims so, and Christians don't get along. Like, so. <laughs> So there are certain regions you don't want to put on your collar and walking around in public. Okay. And 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 so, but then there are certain regions where the, you know there's tribal issues that the collar will identify you as at least the first assumption. This is just my perspective. The first assumption that you are on a neutral ground because you are a pastor. So that can kind of de-escalate the situation sometimes. Pit is a partner-funded ministry. 
please consider partnering with us by making a donation at thetheologypit.com. Just scroll to the bottom of the page, hit the donate button, and make a contribution to the best Theology Pit podcast on the internet. Now let's get back to the show. But I haven't really, you know, thought too deeply in in those re, in those areas, and I haven't like had experiences with that. But it's more on based on on, on on pastors and bishops. Some of them like to put on at least something that identifies them as a bishop. Some of them will they just dress you know ordinary and you know being in in public or so. Is that so, how you're going to be? Just so, dress normal, uh, uh, like when you're a bishop. I am not a bishop. When, and what I, I mean when you are. <laughs> I don't intend to be a bishop. That is a you big didn't that, to be that, that, that is a responsibility that is uh, is really not an easy responsibility, and we ought to. It's hard for you to talk to that smile, isn't it? <laughs> But, but guys, you gotta understand. Two years ago, Dan and I sitting there talking at lunch, (laughs) both of us. I'm not gonna be a pastor, I'm not gonna be a priest. That ain't gonna happen. And God doesn't care what we want, true, He does what He does. That's true. So, you're gonna be be priest, and with your background and your education. You're on the track, the bishop. I just want to be. I just want to serve the Lord with all my heart, at, with all, at whatever capacity that I and can. And you will, and Dan, you will. I'm just asking what you're going to wear while you're doing it. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> so, from my perspective, is that uh, yeah, there are certain times in my life I, I, I realized that oh some bishops are hard to reach mm. it's it's not easy to mingle with and I think but but my bishop is is really easy to meet and your we, bishop's we, fun yeah I, I, I like, like him yeah, a lot. He, yeah. He's, he's good so I he like the way up. yes yeah, we can we can shout out his name <laughs> <laughs> yes Bishop Campicha is really you know an easy to reach out to to talk to and and in my experience he's is really one of the uh, models that I see in terms of humility and you know he, he doesn't rush into decisions and mm. and he he listens to people and 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 I like about I like that a lot about him and so I think I think that is a position that is a representative of Christ mm. and I think the best thing that I could say I mean the major important thing that I is just to see Christ in the person I think that is the most important thing because Jesus in in relation to tribes in relation to whatever is social social uh, you know levels mm-hmm. which is it in terms of dealing with people coming from who are more poor or people who are rich or his relationship with people sets the precedence or the sense an example of how a leader ought to be. And so, yeah, I think seeing a Christ-like character in leaders is the most important thing. Yeah. Um, we were talking before uh, we started recording, and I, I brought the movie Amistad. And um, just in the movie, it depicted when the African slaves were all in the jail cell. Mm-hmm. You know, there was, you know, it wasn't a huge area, but it was, it was pretty big. And they were marking off territories because the tribes were forming. And I said that being at a dinner... Yeah. with a lot of um, African students and I could and, and African bishops were there I noticed the tribes forming mm-hmm. like the, it was it wasn't it wasn't like they were saying to people that were not of the tribe mm-hmm. don't talk to us right but it was like they just sort of weren't there right like they were more apt to talk to me and bring me into the conversation yeah you know as 
a, a Westerner, I guess, right, right. than somebody who it was from the same country, right? You know, maybe even the same area, right? But just not of the same tribe, right? And now we're so sensitive right now in in America, in, right. in the United States, with that that we would chalk that mm. up to just racism is what we would call right. it. But it's really right. Right. ethnism, yeah. you know, than yeah. anything else. But that's but that's the same level as tribalism, right? And um, it's very possible. And I think we touched on this a little bit. Mm. You cannot get a job, not based on your qualifications or anything like that, but basically on things that you couldn't control because of the way you were born. Yes. And that means don't even apply to this job. Right. Don't even do this. And possibly as a bishop, don't even think of appointing this person. Yeah. Because um, you might be a good bishop who says this person is talented and do it. That's fine. This congregation will not accept them. Mm -hmm. It will be a failure. Right. Uh, has there ever been a time where a good bishop has taken somebody mm-hmm. who was talented and put them in that situation and it just didn't work out? Like the, the congregation would either start to fall away or he would not be respected or they would demand. I mean, they it, it's sort of like they almost turn against their bishop and, and say, give us a real priest. We don't want this person. Right. Right. I mean, this is a good question to uh, a bishop, but I, I am not okay. in no well, place. Yeah, but, yeah. but from my experience, yes. You know, uh, bishops tends, they have a responsibility in terms of, you know, a, you know ordination and, and then also transfer mm-hmm. of priests. And, and yeah, there are certain places that uh, a priest is sent and uh, based on his or her, uh, her tribal background, it just becomes so there's always a problem there's always a case coming just to make it a little uncomfortable for for the pastor it, it could be it could be the issue could be the pastor himself okay yeah, yeah. just not want not, not wanting to be there and it could be the congregation that not wanting him to be there but either way yes there are certain times it, it becomes a bit uh, problematic. But there are other circumstances I've seen. A person who comes from a completely different uh, tribe and then he becomes a pastor and the congregation falls in love with him and mm-hmm. it just works out so well. Yeah. And so it's, 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 it's a place that is very sensitive. You never know. And so some, you know, some areas don't have a big problem with this, but some areas is like very sensitive issues. As you are assigning a pastor to a certain congregation, you have to consider many other things and, and maybe even a tribal background in, or something like that. And because sometimes you might be risking, if especially there are two tribes that are known to fight each other a lot and then you pick a pastor from one this uh, tribe and then you put him in a in a in a, an, the other tribe that is really like having conflict with 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 this other tribe in case of tribal clashes you've placed the pastor in the middle of you know very dangerous situation mm-hmm. and so so those are the things that you can but but then when there are these two major tribes that are really fighting each other and then you bring another person from a very different tribe and in, in so there's a kind of a neutrality there they will not but there's this revenge thing and they want the tribe to feel the pain yeah you know so mm-hmm. it's unfortunate but these things happen and uh, so do do tribes form alliances with other tribes Yes. So 
They do. So so if you had if so if you had a tribe, two tribes that were fighting, but there was a tribe that had an alliance with both of them. Right. It would be beneficial to take a, a priest from that tribe. And, and put them in because they may help to, to de-escalate the situation, moderate, True. that sort of thing. Yeah, but it, it's, it's, it's also a very thin line because sometimes when, when, when chaos broke out, when, when war breaks out, what tends to happen is that the first priority is their tribe mates before they mm. protect the, these outsiders. So it's a very slippery area. But generally, uh, what happens is that they just exclude them. But, you know, when they, it's, it's unfortunate that, you know, uh, people, I told you at the beginning that there's a geographical location, see, yeah, that yeah. areas that are known for this tribe and then this, this area is known. And so when things become, escalate, when tribal issues escalate and what they do is they start um, destroying people's businesses and stuff. And so mm. if you are not from that tribe, even if you're not from the tribe that they're fighting, you might be... You're just uh, collateral damage. Yes. You're just in the way. Yes. Yeah. So, so, but, but it, it's, a, it's a place that I actually pray for, 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 for bishops mm -hmm. in terms of making such decisions, in terms of sending a person to a certain area because you, I mean, every pastor, every bishop wants every parish to grow and to, you know, to flourish. Yeah. And yeah. so you, you want to, you don't want to place a pastor in a place that he doesn't feel not just comfortable, but he doesn't feel like safe. Yeah. And, and so, so these are the dynamics that some of the pastors in Africa deal with is that how, how, who, who should I find to place here in this parish and this parish and this. And uh, so sometimes the, problem tends to be in the cathedrals where the big churches where they're very mixed group but still there's one major tribe that is kind of controlling or in terms of the numbers they have to do the other tribes but sometimes there's no problem in these big churches because it's all so much diverse and the choir leaders come from this tribe. People are so mixed up and that they don't have an issue when it comes to tribal things yeah. but then there are some that you, you do definitely feel that there's a tribal issue some some areas. But yeah. you look at, at, at some tribes wanting to do things to other tribes and, you know, you just say to them, when a blind man is threatening to throw a rock at you, know that his foot is on the stone. <laughs> right? Yes. Okay. He's so, feeling it, yeah. yeah so he can... <laughs> <laughs> well, let me, uh, let me ask you this here. Yeah. Um, what do you... Because I'm, I'm kind of curious about this. Yes. Um, with your area yes. that, that you live in, Marsabit, right. to northern right. northern Kenya, there, mm -hmm. um, how many how many white people are there? Uh, we've we've can white people survive there? They, yeah, because it's like it's it's like I hear the sun is just like right here the whole time, and it's just it's hot. Actually, no water. I, I have never <laughs> I've never been in the states. I mean, for the two years I've always been going home during July. I always go. So this year I've been here in July. And this is this is a lot. This is too hot. Oh, is it? Oh, is this, this this is this is really hot. And with I humidity, this would be like winter for you. Oh, this is with humidity is just killing. Oh, yeah, with humidity. Yeah, yeah the, with humidity is just too hot because back home in the evenings there, and then there's a lot of air. This in as much as it's dry, there's a dry. I mean, there's a cool breeze, and it's it's really uh, good. And and we do have. 
missionaries from 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 uh, from the West. We do have from UK, from America. There's one that I actually know him. Uh, he came long time ago. He learned the language. He lived there the whole all, his whole life and just retired recently. We do have some people from Italy, you know, as uh, fathers and sisters in in Roman Catholic who live there. It's it, it's it's a place I will say one should just visit and see. It's not it's not uh, it's not you know people tell stories of how things are and sometimes. It's their experience is what forms a person's mindset or a person's uh, view of a place. It's, it's true. I will not. Re- I will not uh, say that it's a lie when somebody says the northern part of Kenya is hot. It is hot, and and there are certain regions that are very hot. Thank you for listening to the Theology Pit. Please take a moment to rate our podcast and leave a comment about what you like or what you don't like. Each rating and comment helps others discover this show. Don't forget to visit us at thetheologypit.com to make a donation. While on the website, we would appreciate it if you would share these podcasts with your friends and family on social media. Our Facebook page is also titled The Theology Pit. Stop over and give us a like. If you have any questions or topics you would like to hear discussed on the podcast, please write to Samson at thetheologypit.com. That's Samson, spelled S-A-M-S-O-N, at thetheologypit.com. Now, here's a preview of next week's show. Especially just two countries, Nigeria and Uganda. The number of Anglicans in those two countries is just a lot. So it, 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 it beats like most of the European countries in terms of uh, Anglican. And so, but, but you know... And, and just so everybody knows, uh, uh, um, Nigeria, Uganda, then Kenya. So Niger- Na- Na- Nigeria is more on the western part of yes. Africa, but Kenya and Uganda are very close. We yeah. just border so each other. Um, we are on the east. Western Lake, part. Lake Victoria? Yes. Yeah, between... Okay. Yeah, yeah. so... Like, this and more on the next Theology Pit. Yeah.